What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Grit, Fitness, and Performance Podcast. Um, as always, I'm your host, Chris Sanchez, and today we have a super special guest. We have our very own uh, Joe Udine here. Uh, he's been training with uh, us for a long time, so he goes back to pre-grit era, uh, back when I was training at uh, Lifetime, so we've been working together for what, like six seven years yeah it's been a while so i like uh yeah i remember he was first coming in just had it's what, gonna be seven years your son yeah. yeah just we, had him yeah How old so is he's he? gonna be seven uh wow. in so it a has month. been seven years yeah. that's actually it's crazy. nuts to think about because yeah. it doesn't seem like that yeah it's just man yeah time flies man. <laughs> time flies yeah um but so we'll we'll talk training in life with joe um, kind of get his perspective on how things have been going up to this point. Um, we'll talk, you know, all about that stuff. But obviously, if you guys enjoy the podcast, uh, leave us a rating or review if possible in um, whatever platform that you guys are listening to. Um, share it, um, like, subscribe, uh, all that good stuff. And then, of course, if you guys want to find out more about us, you can visit our website at gritfitnessandperformance.com or you can stalk us on social media at Grit Fitness and Performance on Instagram and at Grit Fit Perform on TikTok. And, of course, we're on Facebook as well. Um, so having said all that, Joe, how are you doing on this fine Tuesday afternoon? Doing, doing wonderful. Awesome. I would expect uh, nothing less considering you just finished training yeah. less than an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, Joe, fill us in on all the uh, basic info about your, you know, about yourself. Okay. Um, currently married with three kids, mm -hmm. 10, going to be seven and two years old just the other day. Uh, girl, Blake, boy, Jackson, and... Uh, the two-year-olds drew yeah uh had to pay respect to them and my beautiful wife alexis hey lex um who's who should come back to training at some point but i mean you would hope so <laughs> is she gonna listen to this yeah of uh, course that's well, why then, i yeah, had to plug you that would, you would absolutely <laughs> hope so but you know no pressure lex um so yeah that's life these days uh it's it's beautiful and uh you know do the best to manage that day to day uh i'm a financial advisor uh by trade, I guess you would say. That's yeah. my profession. Um, but, you know, I have a ton of other interests. Love golfing. Um, used to be a professional poker player. Uh, used to play baseball. Played in college. Um, and super grateful to have uh, met you seven years ago. So Yeah, that was fate. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I actually remember the day that... Not that we met, but I remember the day that um, Frank, the one of the personal trading managers told us that we were going to be working together. Um, so that was kind of cool. And then the rest was history. Yep. Um, uh, and how old are you, Joe? Just so everyone has um, a, a better appreciation. I'm turning 39 next month. Man. So yeah, 39. don't, don't, I mean, that's, I don't know. I still feel just, just as young as I ever did. So it's just a number. It's yeah. just a number, right? I think that's the important thing. Yeah. All right. And um, we've already established that we've been training for about like, seven years or so yeah, um any sort of training prior to that point uh like i said I, I grew up playing baseball so uh i'd say you know in high school there was a high school training program and after school uh which was basically it wasn't much strength training yeah. um a lot of running and uh well, 
my mom would drop me after school to a place not too far from here, uh, the Hit Doctor, and right. they would have a, um, you know, a speed training, and and it was a little bit of strength training, but beyond that, like even in college, nothing structured. Uh, it was really like kind of on your own. Right. I went to University of Pennsylvania, and it, the the baseball program wasn't. Uh, you know, it wasn't like going to a Southern school, like in the ACC that was competitive, but so it was pretty much on your own. And I knew, I knew having my second kid that I needed direction and, and that's kind of like brought me to lifetime and knew I needed a trainer. Right. Gotcha. So now obviously over the course of the last seven or so years, we've had many many conversations i like to think that i've taught you a thing or two in terms (laughs) of how to approach health how to approach fitness but like right now i would i would basically qualify you as someone who gets it and i i say that with um you know the air quotations um appreciate that so like you like you understand what has to get done what needs to get done um the priorities that you have to have in your life um, but how has your mindset changed and shifted, you know, over the last decade or so? So like, yep. you know, prior to even going to lifetime, like what yep. describe that, I guess, journey and transformation. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's super important. I, I, so my daughter, my oldest daughter is 10 and thinking back to my lifestyle, uh, right around the time we had her, it was like, you know, just random periods of going to a gym, wanting training. I remember I even I met with a trainer. I used to live in Philadelphia, me and my wife. And um, but it would just be so it wouldn't be consistent. And I never stuck to it. Uh, then went, you know, I guess three years after she was born, really not doing much of anything and really got out of shape. Um and when we had our, our second, you know, when we had our son, I just knew, like, I wanted to get back in, in shape because there's so many demands that start happening after you have kids. Yeah. And I don't think you realize it until you have, an, like, maybe another kid. Yeah. Um, which you know. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think um, the demands, I think it's just a constant trying to figure out that balance. And I think... Um, it comes down to fully committing to training and it's, and it's a huge lifestyle change. Right. Like, I think that's what it comes down to. It's, mm-hmm. it's realizing that you really need to change your lifestyle. Um, all aspects of it, honestly, to stay consistent. Yeah. And I was at that point, like, you know, the drinking partying that goes on on the weekends and whatever you get into with your friends, uh, it really affects what you can commit to as far as training goes. And we've had this conversation many times over the last seven years and it's still, I mean, yeah, that's still a challenge. Uh, yeah. And, um, so yeah, uh, I mean, there's a lot there. So yeah. yeah. And there's always going to be challenges. Like even, even now, you know, when you're at this point in your life where you understand, you know, strength training has to be a priority. You got to make sure you're not, binge drinking all that like it's never going to change you know because it's like like we're big proponents of still being able to live your life like it's not like we're these fitness nazis and we have to be like super strict but it's like finding that right balance between okay how do i how do i stay happy and do the things that i enjoy 
without letting it overwhelm and basically like take over to where I hit the point of fuck like I I've done too much and you know the three-day binge turned into a three-month binge and it's now it's like you know how do you kind of walk that line between prioritizing what you're supposed to do uh, maintaining your health but still kind of enjoying yourself you know what I mean and I think you've probably hit that point um, of kind of finding that balance and you still have your bad weekends as do I I mean I just got back from Providence and probably ate no less than 25,000 <laughs> calories in three days. So it's yep. like, you know, you, you got to learn to enjoy those things, but take it in stride. And it's very you, like you, you literally cannot fuck up your health and fitness journey because you're going to do it till you die. So yeah. it's like, even if you mess up for a week, yep. it's fine. You just got to get back on track. And I think, I think you've done a nice job of that because like you'll come in and you'll admit, you'd be like, dude, this is a bad weekend. Yeah. But then the next five days, you know, you're, touching in and you're texting me and you're like yep. you know i'm back on the grind i think i think honestly and it all i think that all just clicked like recently and that's crazy to say after like we said seven years of training together right um i really think it comes back to you know it's a lack of education when you're going through life in general yeah. and you see that i see that in my friends and it's like a societal type issue, not to go down a rabbit hole, but um, you're checking your watch. Like, make sure we. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm getting a bunch of phone calls and text messages it's... from my dentist. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I real, I really, I think I realized that that um, you know to fully get the benefits of training, I realized that you need to make this lifestyle change where. You know, saying no, I think learning to say no to a lot of things, like even if it's your close friends and family, yeah. that's a huge skill. I think it takes a lot of time to yeah. risk and it's respecting yourself. Yeah. Um, and it just takes a while to learn that discipline, I think. And to, to and then the reason I'm saying that is because when you do that and it's a it takes consistency, like training consistently is when you realize those benefits. Yeah. And I think. And I thought about this, obviously, it's it's like, you know, you don't know how good you can actually feel until you commit to this right. for a long, it takes a period of time. It can't, yes. It's not going to happen overnight. And it, like, again, it's taken me seven years to realize that, <laughs> which is kind of pathetic to say, but it goes by in a blink. I mean, yeah. especially with kids and everything going on, it's a lot to balance and, um, yeah. Truly, it's made a huge difference in my life. Uh, and I tell you all the time, like, after we train, I'll text you, like, an hour yeah. or two after. I'm like, appreciate you, man. Like, yep. it's a huge uh, benefit that I've realized. And um, anyway, yeah, I think it com- it always comes back to um, the consist- to earn that consistency in your life. It yeah. takes a lot of, like, failing, like, going right. through these periods where it's like, okay, that was a mistake. Right. Um, and, and it's really just changing your habits. Uh, these small things day to day, uh, training daily. Right. Um, to do that, you got to set it up for the next day, like eating well, drinking enough water. And yeah, anyway, there's yeah, a lot it, there. It, it, and you, I mean, you make really good points and, um, like it, it's very true. Like, I, I love the fact that you said like it, it will not happen overnight because we do live in a day and age where it's like, everyone is just stuck in this Amazon prime mode. It's like, 
you know, what I want, I need it tomorrow. And I'm not willing to work for it. I don't want to work for it. I don't want to wait for it. But it's like, that's the God's honest truth, especially when it comes to like health and fitness. I mean, we tell everyone that comes in here, we're like, listen, like you are essentially trying to fix 10, 15, 20 years of shitty habits. It's like, it's not going to take, you know, a week. It's going to take a lot longer than you probably want it to. And I mean, like, and we've had this conversation before, like it goes the same thing with like investing your money. Mm -hmm. It's the exact same approach. Like everyone wants to, you know, be the next AMC and invest their life savings and get rich overnight. And that's a fluke. Like how often does that happen in the investing world? Oh, we, yeah. I mean, we talk about this, me and you all the time, the parallels between investing. It's, it's really being in the business of advice. Like that's the business I'm in. That's the business you're in. Yeah. And to get people to understand that it really is these uh, small habits, small healthy habits that compound over time, right? Which are very hard to do in the short term, like you just mentioned. Yeah. Everyone's in this mode of they're able to get whatever they want, right? At the click of a button, and yeah, it's something that you know in our conversations with clients deal with all the time. It's it's committing to a plan and sticking to it over a period of time. It's not some like we're going to time the market and right. get into one stock and it's going to make everything like that. Just think about that. You right. know, everyone knows that in the back of their mind, but to actually put it into action. I mean, that's part of the reason my profession exists. Right. Uh, you need someone. And that and, and also I would, I'd just say that that's a uh, such an important thing that I've realized. And I'm I'm lucky to be in the business of advice. I know I need advice on my training. Right. So it's like. You know, I'd be a hypocrite otherwise if I was if I was going to tell myself, like, no, you can do this on your own. Well, that's just a farce. I mean, yeah, yeah. um, You know, you can't know everything. And we joke about this all the time. I've been training for seven years and I was an athlete growing up. Right. And I still can't remember, (laughs) you know, basic movements that we're doing in our program. I'm constantly asking you. But it's like, you know, you have to have that conversation with yourself that you can't know everything. Uh, it's great to surround yourself with like-minded people, and mm-hmm. that's what you guys have built here, which I I absolutely love. I love coming here, and um, yeah. So I, I think uh, it's it's kind of like realizing that, having that conversation with yourself, and look in the mirror and just right. say, okay, you know, I felt how good I can feel training on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. How do I how do I just do that all the time? Right. Uh, and it just takes a while to kind of like you know, cut certain things out or just, yeah. you know, again, develop these small habits that you just continuously do over time. Right. Yeah. And it's the same thing with investing. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you said it, you, you were, you said, um, you know, what you need to do. Everyone knows what you need to do. Like my job should not exist. Like it, I really should not be able to have this job. Like right. everyone knows you should probably drink more water. You should probably eat more vegetables. Right. You should probably eat more protein. You should probably exercise and you should probably sleep a little more. Like on paper, simple. You know what I mean? Yep. But there's so many things that life's going to throw at you that makes doing those things super hard. I yeah. mean, we are surrounded by all this hyper palatable, easy to access junk food. Yep. You know, we're surrounded by TVs and tablets and bright lights that make sleep so difficult to do we're surrounded by friends who might not have the same goals as us who peer pressure us into doing these less than good for you 
behaviors and habits. Um, and I'm sure you deal with the same type of things in the investing world. And it's just a matter of how do we, like you said, how do we create these small habits, these tiny behavior changes to basically have this compound effect over the long run so that you are successful 10 years down the road from now yeah. and that you don't have any sort of like major fuck ups that you have to completely overall you know your entire life yeah and i mean that's just how you see success when it comes to you know health and fitness and i can't speak for you but i'm sure that's how you see success when it comes to money too yeah. and basically kind of building up to a point of where you're comfortable at i think uh you know another point there is is just the the gap of knowledge from when you grow up um you know you're not learning basic movements in in gym or right you know in high school i feel like even in college, just having that as like a mandatory class where you're yeah. learning basic movements, like it might take away from your profession a little <laughs> bit. Same for me. Like financial literacy, it's just unbelievable when you talk to someone who's built up a substantial amount of money at a company and they're super successful um, and, and really bright people. But when it comes to financial literacy, right. as far as investing, I mean, the gap of knowledge is so wide that it's astounding to me. It, it, it always is shocking to me, uh, talking to new people all the time. Yeah. And again, that's uh, part of the reason our prof my profession exists and love, love helping people in that respect, as I'm sure you do. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, we talk about this all the time, how, mu how many parallels there are. Um, but it, it does come back to, like, that lack of uh, – it's just not there when you're growing up. And no. I'm, I hope for my kids' sake, I mean, that's the other reason I get so motivated about training. Um, when you have kids, anyone who has kids will, I think, agree with me that you want to you set an example. Right. And, um, you know, and you know how good it makes you feel when you go an extended period of training and doing all these things the right way. I don't think... You know, you get in this cycle in our modern society where, and I've been there, so I can speak to it, Yeah. where you just get, you know, you're doing whatever. You're doing what your friends are doing, uh, the whole college scene and how it, how it has been um, partying. And you get caught in that cycle and you're like, you're, you're, you're almost brainwashed to think like that you're just supposed to feel that way. Yeah. Like, you know, recovering from a hangover. <laughs> And I've been there, trust me, like many times. And even, even, you know, even battle it, I tell you all the time. Like, it's like, dude, why am I doing this? You yeah. know, you, get, you go to uh, professional events and people are, you know, there's drinking involved or whatever. Yeah, of course. And um, I think it just always comes back to that realizing, you know, to feel good, you, you need to, like, dig in, get educated on, on training and, 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 nutrition and all these things that you're always preaching yeah and the sad part is i think a majority of people don't even know what good feels like anymore yeah like they're so accustomed to 100 <laughs> operating at 65 percent that they don't even know what like 90... I, i'm a perfect example of it i <laughs> yeah. mean you know that we, we talk about it all the time so yeah yeah and that's just the unfortunate that's the day and age and the type of society that we live in but that's my job to help fix that so. yeah again it's like <laughs> opportunity for you when you get someone in the door like me that you know wants they they want to train they, yeah. they've had some experience they just you know whatever it is wanting to look better honestly for me it's more about mentals like it's more about the the benefits i see mentally and just being able to 
again, when you have kids, there's a lot of influences going on. You yeah. want to like give your kids direction. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of have to tell people f off sometimes, like saying no to people. Yeah. And I think it takes power, like it takes self confidence to do that. So training gives you that strength and confidence to yeah. stick up for like what you believe in and not always not always get sucked into what everyone else is doing. Yeah, and I don't think a lot of people realize that about training in general, strength training, exercise, whatever you want to call it, is like a lot of people come in and their goal is to get stronger, lose weight, but there are so many like mental and I'll say personality benefits that are going to come with it because it's going to make you realize you're capable of doing things that you didn't think you were capable of doing physically and it just carries over to the mental aspect of living. So like you said, saying no to close friends and family when whatever it is that they want to do doesn't line up with what your personal goals are and all that good stuff. And you know, you you talked about training with the kids and like personally, I think when you have kids, it's like mandatory that you start taking your health and fitness that much more serious because life's not about you anymore. Like it's literally about your kids. And like, if you're not physically mentally able to basically give those kids the best life that they deserve, it's like kind of a shitty person are you, you know what I mean? Like I will say, I'll make this other point, not to say like you, it gives you the power to say no to everything. I'll say that I mean, it, it gives you the power, like, even if you said yes to everything, it allows you to have the strength, like, to operate in a healthy manner in right. what you're doing. Yeah. And not make decisions such, like, eating and drinking, basically, yeah. in those in those situations to, right. like, that it's going to set you back. Because yeah. it really does. Mm-hmm. And I'd say going through a, a cycle of sleep deprivation... You know, going through a cycle of sleep deprivation when you have kids, everyone's been there. And I think that makes those decisions even tougher. So like, like you said, when you find success in training, you know, you, you're starting to increase your weight that you're doing or just, you you feel yourself moving better. Yeah. Um, for me, honestly, it's not even like lifting more. It's just the, the way I feel afterwards I'm addicted to. And I, I love that I'm addicted to it because I see performance in, all aspects of my life mm-hmm. it, it just allows me to handle my family and and everything i need to get done professionally and then yeah. i still have energy to you know do do things on the side like golf and other hobbies so. right yeah. yeah and i'm i like me personally i'm at the same point um i really don't care like i care but it's not like the main driver of what i do of like how much weight i'm lifting like i don't care if i'm like setting these huge prs anymore like yeah i still want to move big weight because it's important and i know what it does for you but like i was playing with my um uh son on a playground the other day and i was just kind of watching him just like jump off shit climb like do all this stuff and um like i i'm still able to do that type of stuff jump off of whatever these um you know, playground equipment type stuff, swing, climb, Mm -hmm. and do it all pain-free. And I was like, I want to be able to do this until I'm, like, forever. (laughs) Like, there is no limit. Like, I want to be, like, 75 years old, like, climbing monkey bars, like, with my grandson. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, And it's, you know, it's just – I don't think you think about these things until you kind of get into the groove of things. And like you already said, you you realize – 
how training makes you feel and you realize that operating at a hundred percent what it truly feels like when you have all your ducks in line it just you can't go back you know what i yeah. mean like unless something traumatic happens to you and you fall off the bandwagon but it's like once you've experienced what your body is capable of doing yeah. and how great you feel doing it it's like yeah. how can you go back then you start to rethink like Ah, maybe I'm not going to take that, you know, third shot of tequila. Like, let's just keep it at <laughs> two. Or maybe I won't I love eat tequila. that. Yeah, no. I know you like tequila. <laughs> We've had this discussion many, many times. Um, but, but no, I, th I think it's it's funny how cliche it is in in circles of friends. I, I've you know have plenty of friends and I've tried to get them in here, and it's or cliche might not be the right word. It's just um, taboo, maybe even the topic of like strength training right and it's almost kind of like people want to poke fun at it a little bit because yeah. they literally don't know they don't know the re like some people will say you're just doing it like you want to i don't know you just want to look better like right. um yeah just whatever get stronger i think the the benefits the mental benefits besides all of those things out yeah. far outweigh honestly Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. And just the energy and uh, your kind of your state of being throughout the day. Yeah, uh, being able to take whatever comes at you, process it, and not have these overreactions. I mean, I see it all the time. I've had it, my you know, my, between myself and my wife. I mean, there's so many things that come into play throughout the day with kids and and your profession. We both work. Um, I'd say just the ability to manage all of that on a day-to-day -day basis, it, it only, I mean, honestly, I don't know how I was doing it before. Like, yeah. I think, uh, I think honestly, just so many, so many things, so many like mistakes or problems occur that could be avoided if, if people just realized like how good that they, how good they could feel and think by just moving day-to-day, -day. like yeah. take some time, move. Uh, yeah, anyway, I, I've I'm, experienced it all myself. So I mean, you're I like, yeah, obviously you're preaching to the choir, but I think yeah. more people need to hear this. And like, you know, I think you were saying you, you, you kind of touching on the point of like how certain people not like poke fun at you for like doing this type of stuff. But like it's it, it's almost sad that we're at a point where when someone tries to actively better their health, it's like it's deemed as like the word i'm looking for not weird but like you're an, you're an outlier like you're an outcast like look at this it's dude. crazy like i had this conversation earlier with a client today and like she was she was like yeah my friends give me shit like if i try to order a salad when we go out to dinner yeah and it's yeah. like why like why would you why would you do that to someone who's like actively trying to better themselves by yep. ordering a meal mostly composed of vegetables when the friends are ordering the whatever fucking fettuccine alfredo and yeah. like this shit that's just like it's, it's just so weird to me you know what i mean yeah i mean you're you know you're you're used to you you started making these good decisions like a long time ago <laughs> you might not be human i don't know no but it's it is funny i experience it all the time um i think it's honestly just like the other person's self um anxiety with themselves and right. just um What's the right word? It's uh, they're basically they're self-conscious. So yeah. they're they're just projecting that onto you, trying to tear other people down so they feel better about themselves. Exactly, or just they're just um, 
I think they know in the back of their mind that it's like that's the right thing to do. Right. But it's but it's just yeah, man. I, listen, I've I've lost all patience for those types of situations. <laughs> I think it's like again, again, you gotta like you gotta do your own thing. And yeah. I think I I realize that more and more every day, especially given the last two years, what we all just went through yeah if that didn't spark a light for you that you kind of need to think for yourself i mean that's what training does for me it allows me to think for myself not and it and it i think it gives me a lot of benefit in my profession where there's tons of noise and we're just we're just our position is to filter the noise for people a lot of times yeah um and kind of dumb it down and and you know so they can commit to a simple process yeah um anyway yeah there's there's a lot there man i don't think for myself um i just let cnn tell me what to do (laughs) (laughs) um all right so man jesus the dentist has called me three times since we started what's wrong with your mouth there's not my mouth is fine i've got great teeth but they they are very adamant about rescheduling you in there like if if a spot opens up they will ask you they'll be like can you get in like 20 minutes earlier it's like how about you just just run in a good appointment that i made six months ago (laughs) like relax jesus anyway back on track um so i feel like a lot of what we've talked about this uh, up to this point has been very positive like you get it you've made all these great changes in your life everyone's super happy for you still grinding yeah let's talk about um how you suck so <laughs> oh, man. what are like so up to this point and no one's perfect i'm not perfect you're not perfect you're not matt oh shit i'm pretty fucking close <laughs> pretty close <laughs> you are pretty close. <laughs> um but what over the last like seven years since you started all this what are the things that you struggle with the most uh yeah just i think nutrition is a constant struggle you know it's a constant struggle with kids there's like constant junk food around which i'm embarrassed to even say like i always try to that's a huge challenge with kids is are you am i gonna hand make them snacks right. no like i wish i had the time to do that right but um you know that yeah there's junk food all around all the time you don't need to eat it right <laughs> Yes. Um, so, so definitely nutrition is like, it's so big. I mean, we have, I talked to you, I, I project it all onto you because that's, I mean, that's your role. That's anyway, what I but, do. Yeah. Um, I think that's the other benefit of having a trainer is just to be able to, di- to dump all this stuff that people are thinking about, I think all the time. Yeah. And, you know, you have logical answers to, um, but yeah, getting educated on nutrition has been huge drinking more water and honestly like drinking and partying it's um you know my wife likes to socialize a lot more than i do so you know when she gets me out of the house uh inevitably there's going to be alcoholic beverages or otherwise uh, going on and um and it and it, it really honestly just not to sound soft or anything i mean you can have a drink here or there right and and as long as you're drinking enough water i think it helps you not like eat a whole pizza after after drinking sounds like you're talking like from we, experience yeah i mean yeah <laughs> like this last weekend but um no it's a con it's a constant battle and i think honestly you know you get to a point and i and that's when i end up texting you where it's like why like why even do this at all yeah um and i think again like getting into social situations everyone deals with this and i think uh 
you know, it's a, it's to each his own. I mean, right. you know, some people can handle it. Some people can, I guess. I'd argue, I'd argue very little, very few people can handle it in reality. Yeah. And it just leads to a lot of issues, I think. Uh, and again, you see it all the time. I mean, I think it spirals out of control. So, yeah. Definitely. Um, anyway, long-winded way of saying, like, need to eat better yeah. in general. But, I mean, nutrition and the social aspect of nutrition are – it's something I think a lot of, like, I'll say regular people, so, like, people outside of the fitness industry don't fully appreciate how important and how much of an impact that actually plays on their success or their lack of success. So, again, I was having this conversation with a client earlier today before we, we did this, and, it like, it almost comes down to the – you are basically like, you know, the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So like if you're surrounding yourself and I get it, it's like if you grew up with these five friends and you've had them since you were, you know, you were close since you were 12 years old, it's a little bit of a more tricky situation. But like if you're surrounding yourself with people who are drinking every Thursday, Friday and Saturday night, and they really do not prioritize health on those three nights, well, it's like, well, that's three out of four nights of the week that you're yep. basically ignoring your health. That's yep. like 50% of the week. So yep. you're unhealthy 50% of the time, and you're wondering why you're not at the right place that you want to be. But it's tough because if you've got these you know, social situations that kind of are placing you – in these scenarios where temptation is on the left and it's on the right and it's right in front of you, it's like, how do you navigate these things? And everyone's a little bit different, but I mean, I think as long as you're going into it with a plan, like kind of what you said, you know, like if you're making sure you're staying hydrated as you're drinking, so you're not getting blackout drunk and, you know, just crushing (laughs) whatever it may be, a box of cereal, you know, pizza or whatever it is. Um, but I, I do think a lot of these same struggles are applicable to a lot of people. I think it it comes back for me, like after hearing you just just talk, I think it just comes back to like, what's your purpose? Uh, and going out and realizing, you know, these, dis- it's it's just decision making. Like, right. and, and I think, uh, you know, investing in, in the training has been, has given me the ability to i hate to say keep saying no yeah but i love uh, you know i love all my friends and everything but it's just uh yeah like committing to what you know you you've invested this time and energy into yourself don't you know don't stray too far down down a down the wrong path because it really will set you back yeah you know and then you got kids you might not sleep the next couple nights now you're really fighting you're fighting an uphill battle right for the next month honestly yeah and I, I actually love what you said, like finding your purpose, because we say that a lot, like in the fitness industry, like finding your why. And if you have a strong enough why as to the reason behind your actions and like, like, why are you doing the things that you're doing? Like if you dig deep enough and you like get really introspective and you ask yourself, you know, I'm exercising because I want to get healthier. Like why is getting healthier more important to you? Oh, well, because I've got two kids. Why do you want to be healthy for your two kids? Well, because I want to see them grow old. And why do you want to see it? And you like, just keep digging, keep digging, keep yep. digging. And it almost becomes like a therapy session. But yep. like, if you keep going and then after like the fifth or sixth time you ask yourself, like, why is this important to me? Then you realize, and you have that like golden reason as to like, shit, I'm, I'm not going to have that third drink because 
and then whatever that answer was to your question. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like a lot of people don't have that or it's very shallow. Like, oh, I want to look good for the beach. Yeah. Why do you want to look good for the beach? And then you find out they were like a fat sixth grader and they got made fun of and they're like their dream girl married the bully of, you know, their youth childhood. And it's like this deep seated, like real like yep. meaty why like yep. that's what most people need to i'd say yeah i'd say I, i've kind of sucked at like committing to that or it t- and it takes some time to it does you know people are busy and uh, your mind's in a, a thousand different directions but right. like and again I, i'll you know the last two years like uh, granted i've been lucky to have some time like i started working from home getting more time to think about like what's really important like what's the most important thing right and it's my family mm-hmm. and, and my health and uh and so i think it's become like and, and that it's become crystal clear so like like we'd say this is uh, non-negotiable right like i'm gonna train mm-hmm. hope three four days a week hopefully and uh just because it's it, again like like the benefits of it, it it's allowing me to live a life that I want to and set an example for my kids and my family so yeah absolutely um, um yeah so, well i mean it's a good why and yeah. my why is extremely similar I'm trying to think point. what else i suck at but not many things <laughs> yeah well you suck at being humble that's for sure yeah man i mean like i will i'll give you like i just won a golf tournament recently at, at the place i grew up playing yep. a little mill country club and uh it was amazing i mean i you know and i think it was it like training definitely had a had a part in that oh yeah because you know it's a it was like a whole weekend event some guys obviously are drinking they're staying at the club late the night before you have to play and uh you know again some guys think they can handle it but like i saw what happened at the end of the tournament i was i was hoisting the trophy and other guys were were beat you know like they right. they blew up couldn't handle the heat it was like a hot weekend um anyway not to tout myself but like no. it, you know it feels amazing to see thing accomplish things in your life right um because i think deep down people realize like i can do that but to actually you know commit to something and and then and then see the fruits of your you know see it come to fruition right uh and be successful at something whatever it is it's it's really amazing and i you know i think training 100 percent uh without a doubt like helps you get there yeah yeah but i mean like it's i think like it's okay for you to do like a little like you know little humble brag like you were doing because you you work towards it you know what i mean yeah, like it's not like you were just you were hand, like literally you've been working towards this for seven years and yeah. i've seen your highs and i've seen your lows and yep. the fact that you've stuck with it like absolutely give yourself a pat on the back um yeah. i mean you deserve it you've earned it so there's no shame in that like whatsoever you know I'll, what I mean? I'll, so here's here's something that everyone sucks at including myself okay Last thing, but are we running too late or no? No, no, no. I mean, we're at the 39-minute mark right right. now. Um, What I really sucked at was uh, committing, like, the hour. Like, this is non-negotiable. This is my hour to train. Yeah. Like, I think everyone sucks at that. Everyone sucks at that. Because the reality of the situation is that when you wake up, like, when everyone wakes up, like, there's, there's certainly some time that you can train. Yeah. And, you know, you hear people podcasts uh like like trainers um talking all the time that 
you know, when they get up, they work out for a half hour and it's right. like, it's, it's, it's absolutely true. Yeah. I mean, and you have to just train your mind to, you know, to, to do it. Right. Uh, and like, I think until you, you start feeling good and realizing like, okay, I just did that for a week. I feel amazing. Well, how about you try it for a month? Yeah. And then like two months and it's, it's unbelievable. The, you know, it's night and day. Right. And then you think back to like, okay, why wasn't I, you know, you just, it's, it's a lifestyle change. It is a lifestyle change. Um, so anyway, yeah. No, tons of people do scheduling that that time. It's, it's frustrating whenever we hear people say like, I don't have time. It's like you, um, I'm guaranteeing unless you're like a, a doctor who's also a single mother of three, like you've got time, like you really do. You, what you have is basically shitty time management and bad priorities. Like it if, comes back to you're looking at your phone. Yeah. I mean, there's tons of things dragging your mind if all ev- over the If place. everyone did a time audit of like what they do during the day, like from the minute they wake up to the minute they go to sleep, I guarantee you everyone out there could probably find bare minimum one hour of time that they can rearrange to do something more productive. Like whenever I get a, my, my, um, whatever screen alert to like, let me know how much time I've been on my phone. Never done that. I'm dreading. Yeah. I'll never do that. (laughs) Now granted I'm on my phone a lot for work, but it's still gross. Cause I know I spend too much time just mindlessly scrolling. And sometimes I'll catch myself like scrolling for no reason. And I'm like, I could be doing any, like anything else that could be 10 times more productive than just scrolling. So I mean, I'm telling you the power of being able to say no, it might be even like people at your office, your family, uh, whoever that has like influence in your life to tell them like, this is a priority for me. And like, it's non-negotiable. I will say, you know, it took me like seven years. So I guess I suck right. at, at, <laughs> <laughs> at, uh, and it just honestly, just recently, like within the last year, I was able to find that consistency, and it was and it's crazy to think that it took COVID to like force me into that situation. Yeah, because otherwise I was going through the weekly slog at the office, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, man, it's just uh, forcing yourself to schedule the time. I'd say everyone sucks at. Yeah, and uh, but once you do it, once you get in that like a good cycle, I'd say you're gonna. Th- you're going to look back like I was a totally different person. Like, I don't know how, who, I don't know who that person is. So, uh, so <laughs> what, like, obviously like I, I know this and I've done it, but like, what advice would you give to someone who is struggling to do that? Like in the first few stages, you know what I mean? Man, like, I know what I, I would tell him. I would tell him like, you just got to suck it up and do it. Yeah. Like it's going to be terrible for the first week, maybe the first two weeks. But you just, it's something that you have to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm trying to, I'm, I honestly want it, want it to hit home because, like, when you, so, yeah, I, I've just gone, like, seven years with you. Yeah. Uh, took me seven years to realize, like, some consistency, and I'm still working towards it. But I think, like, and I, I already know after i know that committing to this it's going to turn me into a different person and it already has but i think i already know like there's there's so much more to go and and i'm like super pumped about it i'm super pumped about how it lets me influence my kids and give them 
you know, the life that I want to. Right. And and my wife. Sorry, Alexis. Keep talking about the kids. Not not enough about you. <laughs> um, but then you have other people that you care about that you want to get involved. Like I talk to you about this all the time, trying yep. to get family members in here, um, friends. You know who you are. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, you want them to feel good like you're feeling. Yeah. Because you care about them. They're your right. best friends. And you want to see them perform well, like on the golf course. Like, yeah. I want to, you know, you see what guys are capable of, and then but then you see what they're doing. And, it, you know, and they want to say, like, it is what it is. It's not affecting me. Like, no, it is, man. Like, yeah. you know. So, I don't know. The advice, like you said, you kind of just have to suck it up and figure it out for yourself. And it's just, like, everyone gets to that point of, like, who do I want to be? Right. And I think, the la- again, the last two years, if you have kids, I think everyone's been there where it's like, where's this all going? Um, everyone got thrown for a loop. And I think for me, it just brought to the forefront that, uh, like, fuck everyone else. I'm going <laughs> to do what's most healthy for me and yeah. and trust myself as much as possible and not let outside influences tell me otherwise nothing so, wrong with that yeah nothing wrong with that it's just it's a shame so many people get to the point of they're not interested in creating change until it's either too late or something bad has happened right like i've talked about this on the podcast before but like so many of us are very reactive in nature. It's like, oh, I went to the doctor and he told me, like, I've got five years to live unless I start doing A, B, C, and D. Where it's like, had you just sucked it up 10 years ago and Amen. you started doing these things earlier and you made them a priority and kind of like what you said, these little daily changes, these little habit changes, had you started doing it way back when, it would have been 10 times easier and it would have been proactive in yep. nature so you're yeah, actively I, trying to fix a problem before it's a problem you know what i mean yeah, i mean everyone has had issues in their family that they've seen family members struggle through a disease uh physical injury um yeah so why wouldn't you just prevent that <laughs> I, I, that's a great question like that that could be something that helps people get it you yeah know. and again it comes back to the why yeah, like i i, I have had clients come in here and they've started working out because they've had very close family members have serious health problems. And they're yep. like, fuck. I've experienced like, it myself. Yeah, so, like yeah. now it's time to start making these changes just because I care about that person. I care about myself. I don't need this to happen again. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah, we're really drilling at home. I mean, but it is the truth. Like I've, and, and honestly, throughout this entire seven years, which is crazy, it doesn't seem that long, but um Every, every, you know, every day, honestly, I think, like, this is a small habit that is, again, non-negotiable, and it's, like, just life-changing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and then what, yeah. once you finally hit that point where you start to realize these changes and you start to feel better, then it almost becomes, like, addictive. You know what it I mean? It is. Like, I'm at the point now. Because you're creating natural endorphins, which is well, I mean, an actual fact. <laughs> yeah, like that, too. You're not getting high uh, doing other things. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, definitely. <laughs> Um, so Joe, any closing thoughts, um, before we kind of wrap this up, um, I got a few more questions for you. Yeah, I don't, I, I just, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm hoping people hear this. Uh, I hope, I, I hope my friends listen to this and some of them come in and become clients. I hope so. <laughs> I'll give you that plug. I uh, hope so. 
And yeah, man, appreciate you. I'm so lucky that uh, we met. I mean, I, I say that all the time. It's kind of crazy to think like if we didn't meet where I'd be at. Um, and, you know, you guys, I honestly tell I tell you this all the time. I respect what you built here. And uh, again, it's just like like minded people, no judgment. I think that's the other thing. Uh, that's what that's the ending comment. Maybe like that people like even myself. And, and I mean, anyone who's been the lifetime, you know, geez, like that's just a whole nother place to navigate. Yeah. But people think they're getting judged all the time. Right. I'm like, honestly, no one cares. No. <laughs> so like, and literally no one cares. Yeah. So like, you know, coming in here, um, it's awesome. You see all different kinds of people, you know, and again, no one's judging anyone. Like we're all just here to feel better and, you know uh it's again yeah like-minded people and just just looking to feel better and uh, go about their day it's yeah. there's no no one cares where they started or where you're at uh yeah well i appreciate that uh unpaid <laughs> advertisement right there uh very kind of you to say yeah. that um so one thing i like to do with everyone that comes on here is after we're done all the serious business i like to ask you a couple stupid questions awesome just for fun um, so here we go. I'll just rapid fire. And then if it leads to conversation, it leads to conversation. Um, Joe, would you rather get a paper cut every time you turn a page or bite your tongue every time you eat something? A paper cut every time I turn a page? Yeah, like in a book, in a magazine. Um, <laughs> I think I'd rather bite my tongue every time I eat something so that I like eat less. <laughs> Is that is that where that's well, going? So like, a, what no, is it? I don't know. This is just stupid questions. <laughs> I don't like. I don't. Think... I don't want paper cuts because I like to play golf. And then see, I think I'd rather hands paper would be cuts, all jacked up because I don't think I I read too many like physical things anymore. You know what I mean? Like everything I read True. is on the internet. True. I do like, audiobooks. Now. Audiobooks. Yeah. I have a Kindle. Um, audiobooks are huge because I, I literally like haven't read anything and. Well, hopefully no one hears that, but haven't read <laughs> haven't read anything outside of financial research in, yeah. in like ten years probably. Yeah. So <laughs> even audiobooks? No, I've done audiobooks. Oh, okay. That's the only okay. way I get through books. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, would you rather have a third nipple or an extra toe? <laughs> Jesus. Well, I guess I mean an extra toe. I guess yeah. Like why would I, I think I, you can yeah, hide that? Because I can hide an extra toe. I think it might give me some extra. Uh, traction on the ground uh, yeah i hear you um <laughs> I, I i'd rather These go questions. Toe too. um would you rather walk in on your parents having sex oh, or have your parents walk in on you having sex <laughs> uh yeah I'd, i mean i'd ra i'd obviously be having i'd rather be having sex i mean <laughs> if it's going to be an embarrassing situation <laughs> i might as well be the one having sex <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Um, all right. Let's end it there. Yeah. Let's end it there. Oh, geez. You horn dog. Um, so, uh, yeah, Joe, thanks man, for stopping dude. by. That was a good one. Yep. Uh, Appreciate you. Real deep. Uh, Always. Good, uh, good talk there. Um, so, again, if you guys uh, enjoyed the episode, share it, uh, review it, whatever you know your platform allows from you. Um, and then whoever made it through this entire podcast, <laughs> Lex shut it off. 30 I give you props. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, having said that we will, uh, cut it here and then we will see you guys on the next episode whenever that may be. Thanks for listening.